Yeah, we're going live. <laughs> we're going live. Going All right. Live. Let's continue this conversation oh, as, wow. as, yes. as we drive. <laughs> Hello, everyone. So me and Simone were just driving in the car and we're just having, we're on our way up to the cottage and we were just having some really, really awesome conversations and we just thought we would share them. So grab a seat, tune in and just listen to us speak. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If if you're interested, consider this to be a a mini car podcast. So we were talking about, we were just having a conversation about like relationships and the idea of relationships and the idea of you know, owning and owing, and like we were saying that like some of the biggest problems that happen is that when you get into a relationship, we believe that you owe somebody something. It's like I've been with you for so long that I you owe me this. It's like well, I paid for your school education, so you owe me whatever from it. And when we get attached to the owing and the owning ideas of it, we kind of get displaced when we don't get what we think we invested back in return when our investment should be more into ourselves than into anything else. And this is where we kind of get lost. We think, well, I did this all for you, so why can't you do all this for me? Where it's just like, well, what have you been doing for yourself? It's kind of important. So just to bring you up to speed where we're at now. (laughs) Um, Sorry, sorry. Continue with where you were. No, I think there's... I think you're absolutely right, and I think there's a lot of expectation that is placed based on the things that you do. Yeah, we're going to stick to the right, you know, the bay. Uh, stay on the 11. Gotcha. Um, and this idea of owning or ownership, because I'm looking back, so my, my first ever boyfriend has... I was trying to Marie Kondo my life and I was doing a lot of shredding and I I got rid of a ton of stuff for like the third time and I still have more to do and as I was doing that boop there pops up the first guy I ever dated you know literally the first guy I ever loved lost my virginity to him blah 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 who I haven't I actually blocked his entire family from social media like whenever social media was a thing, I guess, because I was going to say, we haven't really talked in like 18 years, but I mean, Facebook wasn't a thing back then, so whenever Facebook started, I was like, no, I don't want you in my life, and I like, you know, blocked them all, and um, now I'm trying to think, oh, there was a huge ownership piece where I was, I was trying to hold on to this person so much, and I, I always use the, uh, the analogy of of sand, you know, if you try to hold on to sand so tightly, it's going to slip through your fingers, right? And I remember there was a, um, like a big deal where I didn't even want him to, to like dance with other people. Cause I mean, we grew up in Scarborough, so the dancing was very provocative. It was like a lot of dance hall and reggae. It was very like a lot of grinding and winding up on people. And, um, you know, I like didn't even want him to go and dance with other people. And it's like, what kind of lack of trust is there if somebody can't even go and dance with somebody else like it's, it's actually kind of messed up if you think about it to, to think that you can control somebody else and of course we know what happens when you try to impose controls on somebody like if your parents tell you you're not allowed to go out you're not allowed to go to a club you're not allowed to drink what do you want to 
to do. You want to go out, you want to do exactly what you're told that you cannot do because I think that's human nature. We don't want to feel like we're imprisoned or slaves, yet, ironically enough, we're the ones who are always imprisoning ourselves for whatever reason, holding ourselves captive to things that really shouldn't matter that much. But uh, I digress, I feel like I'm taking a little loop-de-loop -loop over into some shit that doesn't matter, so Eric, back to you. <laughs> I think all that shit does matter. I think more and more nowadays, just the idea of relationships versus like, I, I really think a lot of this breaks down to expectations when we're in a relationship where it's like, hi, I met you. These are all the things that I want, but I'm not going to say it because I really like you. But in a few months, you're going to know, but you're not going to know, but I'm going to get upset at you because you're not living up. <laughs> to the expectations that I never told you I wanted you to live up to and I'm going to get upset and say it's nothing but it's something oh it's definitely something and I think on top of that definitely something that I used to do was I would present this mold of myself of what I thought would resonate with that other person this is what they want so I'm going to be that version of not even myself it's not a version of myself it's what I think this person wants out of me and then of course that's not sustainable to, to, to have this false version of yourself because you think it's what that other person wants most of the time it's not and it's exhausting to try to keep up with something that is so incongruent with who you actually are and then again you explode on this other person where they're like what the hell I don't even know like I didn't ask for you to do this I didn't ask you to present this false image of yourself because that's what you think that I will like. And that's why, you know, I mean, I've been single for quite some time now because I've been focusing on doing the work on myself so I don't drag in that unnecessary baggage from past relationships into the future ones. But now it's just like I, I keep it almost too real where I'm like, listen, this is who I am. <laughs> fully this is what I look like you know like yeah sometimes I'll wear a little bit of makeup but it's not going to be a situation where people are like what happened to that girl you know once I take off the whole face and then like everything's fake and then I just first of all I don't know how to do that stuff so that could be part of the reason why like ask me to straighten my hair blow dry my hair or something it's not it's not going to happen I just I don't know how to do those things also, that's just not me anymore. Like, you know. But you're embracing it, and I think that's great. And you really break on to some really good points because the biggest problem in the relationship is I'm going to be everything that this person needs. But you don't know what the person needs because that person inside is like, I'm going to be everything this person needs. And then you're like, why am I not fulfilling each other's needs? And then there's a mis big disconnect and you're not understanding. I really do believe that when you're out there, it's like about being yourself. Well, what do I want? I don't know what I want. Well, ask yourself questions to be open, to be honest, because the way that you set the tone at the beginning of the relationship is the way you're going to live in the rest of the relationship where the, the most common phrase is, but you don't treat me like you used to. Well, I just got some fucking realizations that I don't even want to fucking do half of the things that I was doing before. Right. But it, it really comes up to it's like 
honestly speak your truth. And if you're in a relationship with people that you can't speak your truth with, then that's not a relationship no. you need to be in. No. That's an attachment into... Um, you're attached to what it may be, not attached to what it really is. So you're actually not living in the present. You're living in a future possibility of what things could be instead of understanding what things are right now. And being present and realizing that for the most part, people are who they are. And yes, we do have the potential to change if we're willing to put in that deep work. But you have to take people as they are. You can't try to find someone who's going to fulfill your need. You need to do that for yourself. Nobody's going to fulfill your needs. Nobody is going to fulfill your needs. And when you put that expectation, no wonder people are disappointed. And then they're like, well, why am I the one that has to do all this stuff for you? Like, nobody can do that for you. You have to be the one who does it on their own. And I think that's where a lot of people have gotten themselves into situation where it's just like they're in this cycle that is just never ever going to change because they're looking outside of themselves for something that you actually need to be going within and like figure out what you need and then figure out how to do that for yourself i fully agree i think one of the best things that i learned when i was in business was the the bias and one of the my favorite bias is the sunken cost trap so the idea is I believe that most people are in, in a relationship, long-term relationships, not because they want to be, but because it's a sunken cost trap, which means that you've invested so much into it that you see that you'll lose more than you'll actually gain by moving away. So a lot of times, well, I've been with them for this long, but that doesn't mean that you have to always be with them. But that doesn't negate for the fact that like, yes, you're going to have arguments and there's shit that's going to trigger you and you're not always going to be 100% happy. But being like, well, why, does, why is he pissing me off? Well, it's not really the question of why is he pissing off is why does that piss you off? Why does that matter to you? Why is it like, because you're the one that's choosing to engage in this emotion and you're the one that's understanding it. Don't give the power to somebody else take the power back and understand where it's coming from because the more you understand it the more you can see the more you can see the more you're aware the more you're aware the more you have the ability to make a change but if we don't then it's always him him and always somebody else but never ourselves because at the end of the day it's about taking ownership about who the fuck we are things that I'm proud of 
because you, even when the going got tough, you got tougher, you got stronger, and you made sure that no matter what, you were going to overcome this thing. Because when you think about success and all of these great minds that have really, they failed so many times. They had to learn, they had to become stronger, they had to become smarter, they had to evolve and, and segue and pivot and change and learn and grow. It doesn't just like, hey, try number one and yeah, I did it and it was super easy. Because would you really be that proud of that thing? I'm not so, I don't, I don't think so. But that's why it's like when we get things so easily, we get depressed so easily. Mm. We don't really feel like so one of the most interesting things that I learned was people in the old days in like Silicon Valley, what happened was they would create something and then the next day they'd be like a multi-millionaire where they're just like, wow, I have all this money. And some of them would be in the deepest form of depression. Some of them would commit suicide. But you have this idea like, well, you created something and overnight it's successful. So why are these people depressed? Because innately as a human being we feel like we have to earn something sometimes they say that there's the lottery curse people that win the lottery they tend to have the worst life after because they don't feel like they've earned it so they don't know how to understand it so they spend it in ways that they don't understand and they lose touch and only when they come back to themselves they're like shit what did i do so why are relationships hard they're not hard so to think things are hard it's 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 it's, it's not that they're hard it's they're there to teach us and they're there to learn and we're putting more into it and we're, we're, we're the more that we put into it the more we feel that it's, it's worth it but also there needs to be a fine line to realize that when to break when to let go when it's ego when it's pride when to know that you know what this is toxic and I gotta get out of here because you really do need to put yourself first and understand who you are in those situations so working hard but this is the this is the really interesting thing about like the the world working hard is fucking hard it's so hard to work hard but not working hard is so fucking hard to live that kind of life so you're kind of in that zone of if i don't work hard make a right if i don't work hard then i'm not going to feel happy but if i work hard I'm not going to enjoy as much, but then I'm going to reach levels of uber enjoyment and uber happiness. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of interesting. The more that we move towards ourselves, though it's difficult, the more that we learn how to sit in the uncomfortable and start to understand how comfortable that actually is, the better it becomes. Where we try to go against it, we're just trying, we're just bringing a lot more, more with us. So, yes, I do believe that if everything you ever wanted was given to you on a silver platter you would look underneath the platter because you think that there's still something missing right just like jim carrey what did he say he said that i hope everybody it's achieves the success and everything they so want in life it's not it's, it's not it's not the pie in the sky that everyone thinks like once i achieve that one thing then i can be happy and then i'll enjoy my life and then and then, and then be present that's something that I definitely was not doing for a very long time. I mean, I didn't even know... I was pretending my whole life. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, I how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go on that one? That's the next episode. <laughs> Motherfucker. No. <laughs> God, yeah. But it's true. I think 
these are all facts that we've learned through having to live it and, and recognize and be true to ourselves on like what's really important you know what what matters to me and I think if people who have been in relationships for a really long time and you know this idea of like but this this vested interest I've put so much into it and you know one thing that I've personally done is like I've been really good at choosing these stocks and stuff, which I don't even know if I really believe in that, and they go way up, 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 and then they go down and I didn't get out of it, and then it's like, yeah, but now I, like, invested so much money, and it's like, no, just sometimes you just gotta cut your losses and you need to get out of it so you don't wind up losing even more. Like, what if by staying in something that has run its course, and instead of just being like, wow, I'm so grateful for all that this has done for me, everything that it's taught me, um, you know, that fostered that person that I was, and now who I am today and who that person is today are just not compatible like we were. And I think you bring up a really good point is because this is something that we need to always understand is you're constantly changing. So who you are and what you liked yesterday doesn't mean that that's what you're going to like today. Mm -hmm. To hold on to the yesterdays today will actually stop us from really growing in the future. So you're right. Yeah, there is that change. That There's that change component. And understand that you will change. But also understand that bringing back to the point is you don't owe anybody anything. I changed. Well, no. It's like, well, I did. And nobody owes you anything. It, it, it works both ways. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very good point. You don't owe anybody anything and they don't owe you. And you have that God-given right to change anytime you want. Mm-hmm. You have that God-given right to do whatever you choose that you need to do. And start making those choices and decisions because they're going to bring you closer to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. But you don't. It's not that you don't, but to live in the what-ifs, well, maybe I should. But like, if you're feeling uncomfortable then there's a reason for that. There's a reason for the change. So yeah, you're right. There is change. And we need to understand that we do change. The world change. Everything around us change. If you could stay the same and go back into the relationship that you once were in, well, the relationship is different. The dynamics are different. The people are different. So you'd feel uncomfortable. So the only thing that's left to do is ask yourself questions and evolve with it. Not like literally it's evolution. It's evolving. It's adoption. It's moving into it. You know, it's it's harder when you try to like be so resistant, like no, I want to stay with. So this like idea, like Bruce Lee, he was always like just flow like water and like kind of give up that resistance, right? And once you're just like, all right, I'm just gonna like see where this takes me and let go of trying to control things so much. We can't control anything. And and another thing that I want to say is this idea of being selfish. I think that has a very negative connotation, but it shouldn't. I think we should just change our perspective around this idea of being selfish because to take care of oneself is absolutely critical and necessary in order to be able to show love to somebody else. Well, like, what do they say? It's self-esteem, self-confidence. It's not like other people esteem, other people <laughs> confidence. It's self. So, so yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I believe that selfishness is actually a positive thing where it's like I give somebody a seat on the 
bus because it makes me feel good. But if it didn't, my hat would be down. I'd be like, no, I'm too tired for the shit today. Yeah. But you're right. It is self. And understanding the self and, and, and knowing that it's okay to love yourself and praise yourself and say good things about yourself because somehow in society they're like, don't be conceited. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Conceited is a fake belief right. in yourself. It's boasty. But when you love yourself truly and get into it, you know what I mean? Like, think about your first relationship. Oof. If you today were into your first relationship, what would happen to that that guy? <laughs> that wouldn't even... I don't even know. It's, I mean, at that, at that age, you know, I was so young and so naive. I didn't know anything about love or this idea of love. And I clearly didn't know myself, let alone love myself. So... I, all of this idea of like finding it in externalities and in, in other people and I, I think I was looking at this person to love me because I didn't have that love for myself so I needed that love to come from somewhere not recognizing that it was always within me and and you know so I'm like look and then when he disappointed me by cheating on me so badly even though I felt like I was giving everything I could to show him how much I loved him but I was giving all of that love away without keeping it for myself and showing that love to myself and now that like if current Simone was in that relationship there would be no it'd be like listen here's (laughs) here's who I am here's where it's at not you know and even this idea of of cheating I guess I viewed that person as like not my property but again this like this ownership piece right because I needed someone else to feel complete and whole and lovable and loved and it's like I don't really I don't I know that I don't need to seek that in anybody else and I don't want to own anybody because nobody is sure as hell gonna own me you know when people try to like tell me that this or to do with me and it's like uh uh-huh. no you don't get to do that not even my parents even though that's a very outdated way of thinking you know nobody owns you you can only be a slave to your own screwed up mind and like not not caring for yourself not loving yourself and you know I spent a lot of my life doing that I think I think it's a very good point of understanding that everything you did in your past is not is what allows you to be what you are in your present and learning from that past like you know my belief is speak to your past to free yourself in the present to become anything you want in your future so it's like that younger version of me that did fight that did do drugs that did run away from the police that did all that I'm very grateful to them because if they didn't do the things that they did I would not be who I am today And I believe that there is that linear idea of that today 
Your person today can speak to your past. If there's things in your past that you didn't like or things that you should have changed or things that you would have done a different way, then speak to that child. Speak to the old person. Let them know that they are loved, that they are welcome, that because what they went through, you are able to be who you are today. And that is so beautiful and it frees you up to be whatever you want tomorrow. And also understand... Turn left here. Where's the road? We just turned into a Tai Chi Kung Fu road. Uh, I think this is the road. Alright, uh, here we go. Tai Chi Road. <laughs> tai Chi? Uh, no. We're, we're okay. Are we? Are we? <laughs> I think so. Here comes the detour. But it is, I, I really do believe that, like, you know, take a moment and understand that. I would totally do Tai Chi. I would do, ta I do Kung Fu there. Right. Just a little, little bit. Maybe, for maybe later. we'll go tomorrow. But like, understand that, really take a moment and realize the way that you're speaking to yourself. Because if you would not let other people speak to you that way, then you gotta sit down and start talking to yourself and loving yourself and having those conversations. And I'm not talking about this very hippie whippy idea, but you gotta live with yourself for the rest of the time. They don't. The relationships that you have will come and go, but you, the strongest relationship you'll ever have in your life is the, com is the relationship that you cultivate with yourself. And this is why speaking to self and understanding self and really listening to like the discomfort, the dis, uh, the discomforts in our lives, and really reflecting on the situations of well, what did I want? Understanding your values, your needs, and things like that really helps to free us and and, and allows us to to become and to the things that we wish to become. Um, we're gonna just follow. We're this. just following. There's a Tai Chi camp kung fu. Ooh, tai Chi. How's that different? I think it's the same place. I think we're just in like Tai Chi though. We are gonna flow like water. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this um, car pod <laughs> chat thing, whatever. Car what, cast. Car park. <laughs> this uh, car cast. Uh, you know, I really appreciate everybody that tuned in to listen. And um, yeah, please like. You know, in the future, I'm going to be doing a lot more of this stuff. And feel free to, like, DM, share your thoughts, share your feelings. Give, like, let me know what what things really resonated with you, what things didn't, and what things that you would like to hear for further stuff. And once again, I really appreciate every single one of you. I'm going to stop now. And this is Aaron. And this is... Simone. And you can find Simone on... What is this right now? Instagram? Instagram. Oh, at spark the power. All one word. S-P-A-R-K-T-H-E-P-O-W-E-R. Bam. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Love you all. Bye.